What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Locked on Bucks. And lucky the Bucks won this game against the Indiana Pacers yesterday because they might not have enough players to get through the weekend. More health and safety protocol uh, fallout with the Bucks, and also a couple of added injuries as well. So we're going to discuss all that. The Bucks have a weekend back-to-back. They're in New Orleans, and they come home to face the Cavs. But uh, we'll see what happens with the injury list. We're going to run through this. And then just ask the question, what is the NBA going to do here in the next couple of weeks because it's starting to look a little bit perilous. Let's get into it. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Good for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win I'm your host, Kane Pittman. You can see and hear me on this show daily and also find my work over at ESPN. And joining me from the Bucks Radio Network, our good friend, Justin Garcia. Justin joined us on Monday. Now he's joining us on Friday, just bookending the week nicely here for today's episode that's brought to you by True Bill. True Bill is a new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit here but uh, we do thank you for making lockdown bucks your first listen of every day i mentioned this yesterday but hopefully everyone got through the the storms in milwaukee last night i know it was a little bit wild over there but uh, we thank you for joining us and listening to this podcast anyway justin you made it through okay your internet's working you have power everything's okay it is uh i guess knock on wood so if it uh if it just disappears at some point during this recording i guess we know who to blame <laughs> Nothing could get worse than my internet on our podcast earlier in the week. So uh, whatever could happen, I don't think you could quite possibly top that. Uh, it would be hard to top the Bucks injury list as well. I mean, this has been a talking point all season long. It's been crazy, really, when you think about uh, the injuries the Bucks have had, the issues they've had along the way to start the season, all the different lineups they've had to go through. So I thought the easiest way to do this was to just start the show and run through where the injury list is as it currently stands Uh, Right now, it is 9.54 p.m. on Thursday evening, Milwaukee time. So, of course, by the time we finish this, things could change quickly. There are still many hours before the Bucs play the Pelicans, so we'll see. But this is what we've got right now. So, in the health and safety protocols currently, you have Giannis, Dante DiVincenzo, Wesley Matthews, and Bobby Portis, who entered the protocols today. You have Brooke Lopez out, obviously, with back injury. Uh, Shemi Ojale with his calf issues. Uh, now Thanasis is doubtful as well with a right soleus strain, which uh, is the calf region again. So Thanasis is doubtful for this game. Chris Middleton, however, is probable, but keeping in mind it's a back-to-back this weekend, I would guess that it's unlikely that he plays both games, but we will see what happens here. So that leaves nine available players by my count. We've got Drew Holiday, Pat Connaughton, Grayson Allen, George Chill. Jordan Wara, Rodney Hood, Demarcus Cousins, Sandro Mamu Kalashvili, and Javante Smart. So that's nine players, and that's including the two two-way players. Obviously, Javante Smart's been playing a little bit anyway. 
uh, Mamu Kalashvili. Not so much, but he's probably going to have to in this game, Justin, because as I look at this right now, if these are the guys that are the nine guys that are available, I think Boogie Cousins has to start. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, like, I got no big men. How much more you can take that there's there's just no bandwidth, and you know we made the joke before the season about yeah you overall you feel good about where they are with the talent in the front court. It's just. They're not very deep. So if an injury occurs, there could be trouble. And then we saw right off the bat, not only an injury, but Brooke is out and Bobby Portis is out. And then Giannis is out and Brooke is out. And now it's everybody is out. So it's a good thing you did add Boogie Cousins. Um, It's going to just get really interesting. And I thought what was most surprising, not surprising, but what was most interesting, and it's it's got to be the blueprint for go forward for this team, because you have to assume Giannis and Bobby Portis are going to be out through Christmas day and probably close to the end of the month. If you know, it, it goes as we've seen and they're not LeBron that can post two consecutive negative tests. So it's going to be a while. Um, but in that Pacers game, it became apparent of there's a really big team. We can't compete with them with size. So let's do everything else. Let's play small. Let's pull miles Turner and Demata Sabonis away from the paint. And our big man is going to be drew holiday. That just attacks the paint. They're going to have to do that to everybody on the schedule now because, you know, it's they're just in a weird spot where I don't even know what you do that. We were talking about this before recording, but I mean, even when you look at the G League, we've seen the G League get impacted by this, too, with players testing positive there and then players having to be summoned from the G League to NBA teams because of what's going through the NBA that last week. um, We've already seen G League games postponed, so I would imagine that's going to continue and the only workaround is just the quality is not going to be great. We we recognize that, but we can't shut down because we don't want to miss out on some of these TV contract monies. So we're just going to allow more roster exemptions and G League players are going to be who's making up the NBA teams. That's the only thing I can think of for the Bucks and the Bulls and everybody else that's just getting out of this. Yeah, we've seen some familiar names, familiar faces join NBA teams in the last couple of days here. Isaiah Thomas with the Lakers, yeah. or it looks like he's going to sign a contract with the Lakers there. Langston Galloway was another player. James Ennis uh, formerly played for a number of teams, but played for the Orlando Magic in that series that the Bucks played in the bubble in the first round. So a bunch of guys that are just out there waiting. I saw uh, several tweets from Bucks fans saying, okay, when how long Gabriel? until... Well, well, of course, oh. he's been playing well. There's been a bunch of guys down there at the Wisconsin Herd. They've been playing really well as a team. Uh, the guy that I keep seeing the tweets about is Ersan. When are you giving Ersan <laughs> the call? He's been shooting in the snow for the last 18 months. Get this guy back on an NBA court, get him back with the Bucks. And quite honestly, right now with the big man depth, it really wouldn't su- surprise me, albeit we haven't heard a lot um, from Ersan here for quite a while. But John Henson, too. Back. <laughs> well, Just no. John Henson. Did you play for the Bucks? John Henson is is fishing. He's. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to bring him over here. He's in Florida somewhere. He's fishing. Larry Sanders. I don't know what he's up to, but um, yeah, just a, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. And as we sort of pointed to with these nine guys here, of course, Chris Middleton might make it number ten, um, but I'm certainly not going to bet that there isn't going to be more additions to this injury report as it goes on. We've yeah, seen it right yeah. across the league. These guys are traveling together. They're practicing together. You don't have to, you know, think too hard as as to why this is the case among these teams in the NBA. The interesting thing with Boogie Cousins, he actually missed the last game with personal reasons. Was the list on the uh, on the injury report there? So 
I'm just looking at the numbers and it's such a small sample size because he hasn't been with the Bucks for long enough. Funnily enough, uh, he's played 175 possessions on the floor as a Milwaukee Buck player this season. His net rating is plus 18.8 or the Bucks' net rating is plus 18.8 when Boogie Cousins is on the floor, uh, predominantly because the offensive rating of 129.1 has been elite. The interesting thing about this is that you would think, and we've seen Giannis play, but you would think that a lot of this is the fact that he's playing alongside Giannis. It's not quite the case. Again, these numbers can be skewed so heavily from hitting a few threes and back-to-back possessions, whatever it is. But the three main lineups that he's actually played with uh, exclude Giannis. And the first lineup that I'm looking at right here, or the most used lineup, Drew Holiday, Pat Connaughton, and Chris Milton, Rodney Hood, 16 possessions together with an astonishing net rating of 84.7. That is actually a lineup that, could potentially start tomorrow in this game or today against the Pelicans. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it was for the uh, the the Pacers game on Wednesday. It, it was funny too because we thought Rodney Hood was starting with the initial list of starters we were given. Rodney Hood was listed there, and then all of a sudden it's time for tip off, and you see Jordan Wara is starting. But even leading into that, thinking, okay, Giannis is out. We know Bobby is starting at five, but what else are you going with here if you can't necessarily play Chris and Pat as your forwards here? And um, the the thought behind Rodney Hood is we we saw it too in that game against the Pacers. Hey, uh, you know, Rod, I know too with the nickname Big Rod, it's apropos <laughs> with how they're going to have to play him is Bud looks at him and you say, look, you're the guy probably best suited to have to play a position up for us. So Go get him, Rodney Hood. You're going to be our four for the foreseeable future. Big Rod. Uh, did you, by the way, I, I guess I could have really dug into this if I if I really wanted to. Was there any explanation why he didn't start I, and why he was in the locker room? Yeah, so I don't know. Um, we interviewed Jordan Wara after the game, um, but because of um, timings, we only get so much time with him. We only typically get two to three questions in those post-game interviews, and – uh, by the time we thought, oh, we should have asked him about, hey, by the way, uh, why were you inserted in the starting lineup? He was already gone. And I didn't hear, because I was doing my own post game show, I didn't hear if Bud um, was asked about that or if Jordan Wara was asked about that after the game. So remains to be seen, unless he did talk about it after the game and somebody knows, then uh, by all means, let us know. Our listeners will be onto it. Someone will let us know for sure. Uh, let's move on to what the NBA is potentially going to do, though. Just one last note before that. Uh, if you look at the Pelicans' last game out for those guys, and obviously Zion Williamson is not going to be playing in this game, but Jonas Valanciunas, a guy that has given the Bucks some troubles in the past, he's a massive body. He's been starting at the five. Then you've got Big Herb Jones uh, starting at the four, and then Billy Hernan Gomez coming off the bench. So they do have some size, the Pelicans. Um, so we'll see uh, how that plays out. But it could be a difficult night for the Bucks. You know, if Boogie Cousins has to match up on Valanciunas. He's had some massive nights over the last season with Memphis Grizzlies, this season with New Orleans. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out there. But let's talk about Truebill quickly. Uh, Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want, need, or have simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And Truebill Concierge is there when you need 
uh, when you need them to cancel these unwanted subs so you don't have to. Over 2 million people are using True Bill, and that accounts to around 100 million, 100 million bucks of savings. So uh, pretty damn good. So start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Go right now, truebill.com slash locked on NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash locked on NBA. Uh, once again, we thank you for making Locked On Bucks your first listen of every single day. And uh, it's like I always say, go check out our friends over at Locked On Packers uh, once you're done with Locked On Bucks. And interestingly enough, as we now transition into what the NBA might potentially do here over the next few weeks, the NFL has made some changes to their protocols. And I saw a tweet uh, from, I, I can't remember who it was. Who, I, I can't, Dan Graziano, I believe it was, uh, of, yeah. ESP, of ESPN fame. And he tweeted something along the lines of uh, the fact that there is steps being taken towards or they might already be there. Again, this news will change by the time you guys are listening to this podcast. Anyway, that there might be a new protocol with the NFL where if you're a vaccinated player or a boosted player, whatever, and you're asymptomatic, even if you test positive, you may still be able to play. Um, I, I think, you know, again, we're still learning everything about this new variant and what it means, but we're going to see, I mean, clearly there's going to be more people testing positive. That's not just in a sports sense that the sports players right now are tied into exactly what's happening around the entire world. So, I mean, hopefully that is something that we can move forward towards and we can get to that point because I think that that's the part when you start to really accept that, you know, you're living with this thing. It's not just going to disappear. We're two years into this. As far as the NBA goes though, Uh, There has been some tweets just come out here in the last few minutes, and uh, I'll read out basically the cliff notes of this. Uh, Shams, Sharania, and Woj, I mean, they both tweeted this at the same time. So Woj has uh, said that there will be Christmas protocols, if you want to call that, or holiday protocols where a daily testing and increased use of masks uh, 52 players have gone into the league's protocols this month alone. Kind of staggering that it's only that much. I mean, it feels like there's every five seconds my phone is beeping and it's another player going into these protocols. But basically what this means is between December 26 and January 8, uh, there will be uh, basically daily testing uh, for players, coaches, staff on the bench, locker, uh, locker room uh, weights and training staff, all these people that are traveling with the teams, they're going to go through all this. Now... The kicker is that if a player has been boosted for two plus weeks, he will not be subject to holiday or game day testing per the league's memo uh, that they've sent out to teams. And additionally, players that have just tested positive are also exempt of of that. They're not going to go straight into daily testing after just recovering from the virus. So um, this is not unexpected. The fact that it's only two weeks, we'll see. I suspect that this might hang around a little bit longer than two weeks here, but you knew something was coming and this is the first step, uh, I think, into what is probably going to be more restricted living, I guess, for these players. Yeah, um, I would admit, I'm with you where this is just the first step that I would assume. I know the players' union has to agree to it, but um, it's a somewhat easy sell by the league of, hey, none of us want to do a bubble again. We're not saying that, but uh, we also can't shut down for a couple of weeks. So we have to go back to some of the things we did last year that I, I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see more and more things uh, taken away in terms of, I know it wasn't outlined in there, but things have changed as well for tier one personnel. And even those outside of tier one, it was saying 
uh, I was reading things are going to change for in that, you know, tier one is anybody that's within 15 feet of the player. So typically your media relations and your photogs and, and people that are traveling with the team. But um, I, I just, I think it's, it's multi-pronged is, is the reason here that, you know, when we talk about the increase in positive tests and, and where we're at with players that have been placed in protocols this week alone, uh, we've already moved way past the amount of players placed in protocols last year. And what's even more alarming about that is when you factor in everything you just said that, you know, they aren't going through daily testing and they weren't doing that. So imagine last year, if we were still going through daily tests and the amount that you would see picking up here and more positive tests popping up. So I think you're going to see some of those changes that we just saw Woj outline. I, I agree with you that I, I think it's going to stay past January 8th. And I think it's going to be guys on the fringe and not necessarily players, but team personnel and everybody else that has affected the most, because that's where you're going to look to, to trim the fat, if you will, and say, what can we get by without these people doing, or do we need them to have this much access to the players? And I think that's where the first line is going to be made. Uh, I was telling you, there's, you know, even broadcast teams we've seen, first of all, not all teams are traveling this year, but already, as I was telling you before we started recording, there's been a handful of teams this week alone that have already notified us, uh, hey, by the way, when you play this team, you guys have the entire booth because they're not traveling. The Boston Celtics aren't going to travel. The Cavs just told us the other day they're not traveling to Milwaukee this weekend. So I think that could be another thing that happens where you see the traveling parties start to shrink and there's not as many people there um, because all of it, it's it's multiple things where you think about last year, that wasn't the case, that now you have media relations, expanded media relations, broadcast teams, they're all in the same buses and they're all getting that interaction to players that that was not the case last year. So I wouldn't be shocked if things like that start to go away again. No, I wouldn't be either. And this is just my opinion. And I, I say this coming from an angle that I am someone and people will say, well, this is there, there'll be some people that will think it's silly or whatever. But I am very cautious with stuff that I do. And I try and choose wisely places I will go and situations I'll put myself in, particularly around this time of year as well, when you are hoping to catch up with family and all that sort of stuff. So I say that from that point of view. But I would still be very surprised if they shut the season down because uh, I mean, my point of my my angle of this or the way I look at it when I say that I would be surprised if they shut down the season is that I don't really see any sense in it unless you're planning to shut down the NBA for months. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I see some suggestions out there, shut it down for two weeks. Well, that's not going to achieve anything. Uh, unless you wanted to shut down the season for a month and say we're returning in a quarantine situation in a bubble again, which again, I don't think the players will agree to. I don't think yeah. they'll get a tick of approval there. So this thing isn't going to go away in the matter of a month. We know that. I mean, we've been living this life for the last two years. So that's why I just think shutting the season down is probably unlikely as scary as it is that you're seeing all these players go into these protocols. And we always say this first with Giannis and Bobby and Dante and Wes, and hopefully those guys are doing well. We don't, yeah. we don't really know, but hopefully they're healthy and hopefully feeling okay. Yeah. And I know uh, Bud was asked about that, uh, about Giannis and um, you know, said he didn't want to disclose and hadn't had yeah. that kind. It wasn't, you know, it was for Giannis to share if he wants to. Um, so yeah, we hope certainly that these guys are asymptomatic and not experiencing anything from um, being in the protocols here. But yeah, if, if you shut it down, let's, let's entertain the two weeks thing. Number one, 
the league is not doing it unless it just really starts to boil over here where we're reaching the point of, hey, the Bucks, the Nets, the Bulls, all these teams, we're reaching like half the league that just doesn't have eight players. Then they would entertain it. Otherwise, for the simple fact that what's, you know, a week away now, the big Christmas Day showcase, which is already going to be impacted with assuming no James Harden, no Giannis, who knows what else is going to develop through the week. But they're not walking away from that money, number one. But also, to the point you raised, fine. Let's say you do say we're going on pause for 10 days or two weeks. I think teams would be a little more hesitant over that because they don't have as much interaction and control over what the players are doing. Sure, you can say these are the protocols and you cannot do this. But you also don't know that that's the case. And you don't know that they're not going to gather with their family or people are going to bring it into their home. And then it's just two weeks of basically no supervision where two weeks later we could have an even bigger issue. Yeah, and, and you're also not going to to shut down the practice for two weeks and have no team activities and then start the season again. So then it becomes a longer event. So it, to me, it just seems like something that will uh, be unlikely. But I'll tell you what is never unlikely, and that's my love. Uh, for built bars uh, this holiday season grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar it's better than a candy bar actually uh, that's built bar it's filled with so much holiday goodness rich with decadent flavor covered in chocolate but amazingly low in calories sugar net carbs and fat but high in protein so you get the best of both worlds a uh, delicious and healthy built bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall dolls and battle all the holiday shoppers or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you're going to need it. Uh, of course, you guys know the deal. You can get 15% off your order. Just use the promo code LOCKED15. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. And uh, the one thing that we will be doing, uh, well, uh, after the conversation we just said, the one thing we hope we will be doing over the holiday period is watching plenty of sports and Bet Online has you covered with all the props, odds, and lines more than ever before, particularly as football heads heads towards uh, the postseason there. So Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Uh, they have a new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up there and you can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. If it's not football, there's basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, Vegas casino games. They've got it all. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2021. A bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That's bet online where the game starts. So as we continue the conversation here, we should also say uh, another piece of news that came through today, Jabari Parker from the Celtics, our old friend. He also went into the protocols. And as we talk about the Christmas Day game, uh, <laughs> well, they're playing the Celtics. And now they've just had this creep in. So who knows what that's going to mean for the Celtics. Of course, they've already had their issues before in the past. Tatum and Brown have both had COVID before. So, I mean, hopefully they don't get it again or hopefully they're fine and, and they'll be they'll be playing in this game. But just stand by to see how this implicates the Celtics as well. And this is a massive blow um, for the fans. I mean, we, we spoke about this and even uh, fans in New Orleans, one chance to see Giannis tomorrow, they won't get to do it. This is going to be the case for a number of people, certainly probably Bucks fans traveling home for Christmas period. They're not going to get to see Giannis as well. So this all does suck. And I always look at the sports and outside of the, the health of the players, I always do look at this from the fan perspective and say, well, you know, I, I think about the fans first and who they want to see and the quality of game. 
uh, they get to see out there. But it is, it's a shame. It's frustrating. I'm definitely over it. I wish that we didn't have to have a podcast about this once a week or however long we've been doing this. Um, ultimately, the sentiment I'm seeing from Bucks fans is, is there a chance that we can just see this team fully healthy once this season? Can we get all the guys out on the floor? Uh, of course, Dante wasn't there. But the one time we did see it, opening night, the team looked pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, and even the, what, uh, 11 or 12 games that uh, we've seen Giannis and Drew and Chris together, and they've lost just once. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of the same as last year, early in the season, where there was a lot of up and down. But when those three guys are on the court together, then you notice, like, yeah, they're really good. So I can buy here what we're being told about this team in the playoffs. Um, and that's, you know, kind of where we're at, that it's it's encouraging of, of what the team has done recently. And, you know, we kid it, we kid, but that Pacers win was a really, really big win. The way that they came together and played as shorthanded as they were and how they were able to really dictate the pace and play different styles throughout that game. That was one of the best wins we've seen that team put together in the last couple of years. So there's a lot of reasons for optimism and, and to be encouraged by what we're seeing from them. It just seems like it has constantly been one step forward or two steps forward and one step backward all season long. And, you know, for everyone too, that I've seen it quite a bit to the narrative of, well, you'd probably want to go through this now rather than leading into the playoffs where, Oh, now you got players in health and safety protocols. Sure. If you could guarantee that that's all it's going to be. I mean, this isn't even the Omicron variant that's going through the NBA right now. So it's kind of like what you said before of it's, you know, I've been extra cautious. I think it's just on all of us that we have to continue to do that because this is nowhere near over and um everybody that's you know i've been asked too about hey are, are they gonna remove fans from the arena or do you see this and this happening i mean look i would just operate under the assumption that anything is on the table and just be thankful we have what we have because none of us want to go back to what it was a year and a half ago where it's gone for x amount of months and and you know, that's sports that we're just talking about in general. So there are larger problems to have. So let's just try to get this under control. Yeah, I would suggest this is something that, that I've been saying for a while now. The idea of planning things and it makes it really difficult. It makes it uh, impossible. But yeah, I mean, I've gone beyond the point of trying to plan things or look to the future and guess what's going to happen. Um, we shall see. Uh, interestingly, for as much as we've talked about this Bucks team and everything they've gone through so far, they are 19 and 11. Uh, they are second in the Eastern Conference, which is kind of just crazy to think about. I just did the quick calculation. Uh, they're on 52-win pace right now, which is honestly kind of crazy, the fact yeah. that they've still been able to win. And if you want to have any type of positive about this, again, let's hope that all these guys are playing, but you get the chance for Jordan Wara here to run into some form. You get Rodney Hood some minutes. And that is important because as, the long, as long as the regular season goes, we've seen it from time and time again, there's going to be guys that you need to, to stay ready to get – um, get reps, be on court. Maybe you will need them in a playoff situation. Rodney Hood's had a couple of nice games here in the last week, and Jordan Wara at least got some shots to, to fall down. So this is the this is the only other positive, and even from a Boogie Cousins point of view, who we've spoken about a lot, uh, let's get an extended look at him here and see whether he's someone that they are going to keep beyond uh, the next few weeks. It's a, it's a great opportunity, uh, especially for Rodney Hood, that, you know, I, I it was not even two weeks ago, a week ago at the most that I think everybody was moving towards, okay, this team is starting to get healthy and 
you were starting to go through the rotations in your mind, especially once we saw the Dante was expected to return on Wednesday and you thought, man, this is, this is probably means the ax is coming for Rodney hood in terms of minutes in this rotation. And then did what he did um, in Boston against the Celtics or against the Knicks, beg your pardon. And uh, played pretty well last night against the Pacers as well. So he's almost been granted a stay here and he's made the most of it this week. So now he gets an opportunity to do even more and, I think part of it is just more time with his team and getting more comfortable, but this is a great opportunity for Rodney Hood. Yep, absolutely. And uh, like we mentioned, they've got a back-to-back on the weekend. They'll play New Orleans, then they'll host the Cavs, who have been in, in crazy form themselves. And again, you talk about a team that has some big players in the lineup. Uh, maybe the Bucks might be a little bit stretched in this game against the Cavs, but we'll see. Uh, we're going to have the weekend off, though. We'll be back after the weekend so we'll be able to wrap up both of these games i'm sure by then the landscape has changed if anything crazy happens on the weekend uh, we might throw out a podcast there i know you guys will definitely be asking for it if anything happens hopefully it's a drama free weekend though for the Milwaukee bucks that sounds pretty nice to me uh, make sure you check out the locked on bets podcast with your boy q and handicapping expert lee sterling as well if you're into that type of thing locked on bets has got you covered uh justin i i you know you just Enjoy the games for what they are this weekend. Stay safe yourself. And just take it easy. Yeah. Um, hey, the good news is I just got my shipment of Built Bar, so I'm well oh stocked up for being back in the arena. But I was telling you, the other thing I would encourage people, turn off notifications because now <laughs> I don't even know what to think. I saw the Bobby Portis news, and then a couple of hours later, I guess I have notifications on Reddit turned on that I saw – a post come through on my phone with just a picture of Drew Holiday. And my immediate assumption was, oh, God, Drew Holiday is in health and safety protocols as well. But it was not. Yeah, by the way, it's a good point. You bring up the built bars. Like I mentioned, there was some some crazy weather in Wisconsin over the last few days. If you're afraid that you're going to lose power, any type of weather event, built bars, the perfect snack. Uh, have them there. Have your stock ready. And you will never go hungry. So shout out to Bill Bar. There's an extra little plug for those guys. But as far as this pod goes, like I said, uh, we'll be back likely after the weekend unless anything pops up. But for now, for Justin, for myself, we'll leave it there. Stay safe. Enjoy some Bucks basketball over the weekend. And seeing some different faces on the floor, uh, we'll speak to you after the weekend. 